0: As the holidays are coming to a midpoint and many businesses are wrapping up their last days to shop, it's usually right about now as a business owner myself, that I have the mental space to be able to take a moment, pause, and think about what this time of year is really all about. Christmas trees, decking the halls, carolers singing, and Christmas markets each have this sprinkle of underlying magic to them all, but what exactly is that magic? Hello, and welcome to the Anxious Adventure Podcast. I'm Katie Schlegel, your host. I've traveled to a lot of places around this beautiful planet, seen so many jaw-dropping sights, and have met some pretty amazing human beings along the way. Now, if you don't know this yet, I'm an anxious adventurer. If you're wondering what an anxious adventure even means, well, to put it quite simply, it means that when I travel, I can get anxious and stressed out maybe a little easier or more often. Than the average person however in my many years of traveling i have learned to tap into something special that makes traveling so much easier and more fun that is my intuition and the more i've learned to trust my gut during my travels the more synchronistic and amazing my experiences have been and this is my hope for you my dear anxious adventurer is that you use these travel stories and tips here on the podcast to help you tap into your intuition so you too can be swept off into the wonderful world that traveling can open up for you. A world of magical moments and beauty where you find out that this planet is really a friendly place. You just have to change the way you look at it, follow your gut, and then step out your door. And don't you worry, I am right here beside you. A couple years back, I went to a Christmas tea party, and I was asked what my favorite symbol is during this time of year. I sat there, and I thought about it for a moment, and then said, Santa Claus. I know, it seems silly at my age to say Santa Claus is my favorite symbol of Christmas, but it isn't because I believe he actually exists, it's because of what he stands for. Santa Claus has always been my favorite. There is something to him that just evokes the Christmas spirit in me. I get so excited during this time of year. I love buying presents and really thinking about what each person in my life would like and appreciate. I love Christmas Eve and the excitement of Christmas morning. And still, to this day, cannot sleep because I just can't wait for Christmas morning to come. To me, the essence of what Santa Claus stands for is pretty amazing, and he's very much a phenomenon that seems to transcend time and culture. Christmas traditions in different parts of the world are very unique and special, that's for sure. I love learning how Christmas is celebrated in countries around the world, and I thought maybe you might too. So in today's episode, we are taking a little bit of a different trip around the world, one that requires a slightly different mode of transportation and a little magical thinking. Many of us have heard about the travels that Santa Claus takes around the world every Christmas Eve. You may remember the night before Christmas when you were a child, leaving Christmas cookies and some milk for dear old Saint Nick. And if you really wanted to impress the Jolly Man, maybe some carrots for his reindeers too. The anticipation of Christmas morning to come, the waiting until the sun woke up so you could get out of bed and see what presents Santa left for you under the tree. This was how Christmas was for me, and for the most part, still is. And as I get older, those feelings have never left. No matter what is going on in my life, good or bad, I always seem to feel the magic of who Santa Claus is, and the message he brings to the world. And to me, that is a message of hope and happiness, generosity and love. This may be a little bit controversial in my family, as I grew up in a traditional Christian home where we focused more on the birth of Jesus during this time. However, since I studied so much about other cultures and visited so many different countries, I've learned to see that there's room for many different beliefs, and we can learn from them all and see them as beautiful too. Now, I know not all countries and cultures celebrate Christmas. Christmas is what I know and love, so I wanted to start here. Plus, I have something in common with this jolly old man, Santa Claus. And that is, we both have a love for traveling. So get ready to take a trip where we are going to learn about some of the traditions of Christmas and other cultures as we follow Santa Claus around the world and learn about his many names. Did you know he isn't called Santa Claus in every country? Many cultures have different names and even outfits for Santa Claus. However, what we do know is that this legendary figure of Santa Claus is well-recognized all over the world. It is said that the story around this character was inspired by the Christian bishop, St. Nicholas, from the 4th century that lived in Lycia, now known as Turkey. As the legend goes, St. Nicholas was recognized for his generosity as a secret gift giver, putting coins in the shoes or socks of children in need. But how has this bishop from the 4th century shown up in cultures all over the world? Well, this is where our first magical trip begins. Let's learn about the traditions of Christmas in Latin America, and where this dear old Saint Nick fits in. In Latin America, the tradition of Christmas is also celebrated to have children receive their gifts on December 25th. But who from? Well... This is where Santa Claus takes on many different names, depending on the country you're in. Here are some of the most common names in Spanish for Santa Claus and where they're used. Pa Noel is used in Argentina, Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador, Paraguay, Peru, and Uruguay. But in Honduras and Venezuela, he's known as San Nicolás. In Chile, he's known as Viejito Pascuero. In Costa Rica, Colacho. And if you're celebrating Christmas in Brazil, you'll want to know about Papai Noel. However, it is important to know that in many Latin American countries, Santa Claus isn't the main character of Christmas. Nope. In Argentina, Colombia, Ecuador, Mexico, Venezuela, and among others, the figure of baby Jesus is often the one who's depicted as the gift giver on Christmas. So in those countries, you may also hear Niño Dios, Niñito Dios, or Niño Jesús. Now let's take a trip over to Central Europe. In many countries including Hungary, Slovenia, Romania, Poland, and Slovakia, Santa Claus is known as Saint-Mikloš, or Mikulás. While this historical figure is similar to Saint Nicholas, the legend of Mikulás is a bit different. It originated in Hungary, that then spread to other Central European countries. According to the folklore, Mikulash, who is accompanied by his assistants, visits homes every December 5th, where instead of stockings above the fireplace, children put out their boots in the window, and good children are awarded gifts and candy for their good behavior, while children that were uh, not so good receive a wooden spoon, pieces of raw potato, or lumps of coal. Though this is where the legend of Santa Claus and Mikulosh differ, the not-so-good children receive these lumps of coal from Mikulosh's mean assistant, Krampus. Now let's take a little jaunt up to Germany to learn about their Christmas tradition of dear Santa Claus. Here, children get a visit from Weihnachtsmann. The name translates to Christmas man, and he is a German version of Santa Claus. Weihnachtsmann comes on the evening of December 24th, when he'll sneak into your home during dinner and leave presents underneath the Christmas tree. He is very silent, and many children won't even see him. By the time they finish eating and run into the living room, Weihnachtsmann is already gone, but fortunately he'll leave behind a pile of presents under the Christmas tree. Now how does this Christmas man know what they want? Well, the tradition of writing a letter and telling Weihnachtsmann what they want is done in Germany too. Thus, Weihnachtsmann knows exactly what to bring them. However, Weihnachtsmann doesn't visit all German children. No, some families will receive a visit from Christkind instead. Christkind is a golden-haired baby with wings who symbolizes the newborn baby Jesus. This is an angel-like figure who drops presents underneath the Christmas tree. He's shy, so children are told not to look out for him, or he won't show up. Since we're in Germany, let's head down to Italy to learn about some of their Christmas traditions. There are a few different Christmas characters that come out to play during this time of year, and while Babo Natali is Italy's version of Santa Claus, there is one character I'd like to focus on instead. La Bafana La Bafana is known as the Good Witch of Christmas and presides over the Feast of the Epiphany on January 6th. As the legend goes, she makes her journey on January 5th, riding atop a broom and climbs down the chimney of homes to deliver presents to the children inside. Well-behaved children find colorful candies in their stockings while the misbehaved ones find coal. But don't worry, nowadays it's candy coal, edible and sweet. But what's interesting about this Italian Christmas character is that La Befana's story dates back to pagan times. And get this, it's closely connected with the nativity story. How, you may ask? Well, as the three magi, or wise men, were on their way to see the baby Jesus, they stopped into the old woman's house looking for refuge from a cold night. Like a good host, she offered them food and shelter, and as they chatted, they asked her to join them on their journey, but with too much housework to do, the old woman declined. Shortly after they left, she realized her mistake. Filling up a basket with various gifts, she raced off in hot pursuit, but even though she followed the same star, she was never able to find the baby Jesus. So to this day, she continues to search houses for the child, leaving gifts in her wake. Traditionally, children, or their parents, leave food out for the spirit, along with wine, preferably red, to help her on her way. Isn't that a fun Christmas story with an Italian twist? Now let's travel our way up to Finland, where Santa Claus is known as Joulupukki, which translates to Christmas goat. Though what's interesting about this Finnish Christmas tradition of the Yule Goat is that back in the day, it was more seen as someone who was scary and asked people for presents rather than giving them out. Eventually, though, the goat became a gift giver and took on a human form rather than the goat. But the name of the Christmas Goat was kept. As the Finnish tales are told, Yolopuki lives in the Arctic Circle. Or, according to some, a bit further away, on Corva But exactly how does Jolupukki travel across the globe? Well, his reindeer-pulled sled, of course. And here's a fun fact about Finland and Santa Claus. They claim to have the real North Pole, where the real Santa lives. It's true, and supposedly, he resides in Lapland. You can even visit the North Pole, see Santa's post office, visit his reindeer, step into the magical land of the Arctic Circle, and spend time with jolly old St. Nick himself. The post office receives letters to Santa from all over the world, and you can arrange for your child to get a letter from the North Pole too. How sweet is that? While Santa is not always the main character in many cultures and traditions during this time of year, I found a few other fun bits about Santa and Christmas traditions in other countries that are definitely worth mentioning. It may surprise some of you, but the big jolly man is quite popular in Japan. However, Christmas has only been widely celebrated in Japan for the last few decades. In Japan, Santa is known as Santa-san, or Mr. Santa, or Santa Kurosu. However, Santa-san is not the only figure taking the lead in Japan there is another important character that is similar to Father Christmas in shape and personality. And that's the pot-bellied god of fortune and protector of children, Hotei. In Japanese mythology, Hotei is one of the seven lucky gods who come from Mahayana Buddhism through Chinese and Indian religions. However, like Saint Nick's true origins, Hotei also may have been based on a real person, a Chinese monk named Budai, who died in 916 A.D. and was later revered in Buddhism. Like Santa Claus, Hotei is depicted as big, round, and jolly. In Chinese, he's known as the Laughing Buddha. While Hotei is not really related to Christmas time, children in Japan can rest easy, knowing that not one, but two magical beings are looking over them during this time of year. But what about those presents? Well, in Japan, children usually only get one gift at Christmas, which young children do believe is indeed from Santa San. Next up, the Philippines. People in the Philippines love to celebrate Christmas for as long as possible. They even start playing Christmas carols in shops in September. The main reason for the long celebration is that Filipinos simply don't see the point of delaying Christmas when the holidays bring so much joy. Formal Christmas celebrations start on the 16th of December when many people go to the first of nine pre-dawn or early morning masses. The last mass is on Christmas Day. As for Santa Claus, well, Jesus is the one who takes center stage here. After all, Christmas customs in the Philippines are a mixture of Western and native Filipino traditions. Christianity became widely known in the Philippines in the 1500s when missionaries from countries like Portugal and Spain traveled to the area. So while the Philippines do have a Santa Claus, he's not the main symbol for the season. Christmas in India, anyone? If you're looking to go to India during this time of year, you can find a small population celebrating. It's just not all over the country. However, in some areas, Santa still delivers presents to children. But how does he do it there? Well, from a horse and cart. Santa Claus is known as Christmas Baba in Hindi. One last place I want to mention is Kenya. In the cities all over Kenya, you'll see houses, streets, and churches decorated with colorful ribbons, flowers, and balloons during Christmas time. And as for Santa, You might spot him roaming around, but he usually swaps his warm winter suit for something a bit cooler in the hot Kenyan sun. Also, Santa in Kenya, known as Father Christmas, doesn't arrive on sleigh with his reindeer. Nope. He comes to deliver gifts on either a camel, land rover, or even a bicycle. Whether you believe in dear old Saint Nick, Papa Noel, Mikulash, Chriskint, Naxman, Baby Jesus, La Befana, Babo Nadali, Yulupuki, Santa San, Father Christmas, or Santa Claus. One thing is for sure. All these symbols from around the world really do embody the true spirit and magic of Christmas. And if you're wondering this Christmas, is Santa really real? Or was it always mom and dad? I came across this beautiful message a mom wrote to her child who was asking this very same question. And this is what she said. You asked a really good question. Are mom and dad really Santa? We know that you want to know the answer and we had to give it careful thought to know just what to say. The answer is no. We are not Santa. There is no one single Santa. We are the people who fill your stocking and choose and wrap the presents under the tree, just as our parents did for us, their parents did for them, and you will do for your kids someday. This could never make any of us Santa, though. Santa is lots and lots of people who keep the spirit of Christmas alive. He lives in our hearts, not at the North Pole. Santa is the magic and love and spirit of giving to others. What he does is teach children to believe in something they can't see or touch. Throughout your life, you will need this capacity to believe in yourself, in your family, in your friends, and in God. You'll need to be able to believe in things you can't measure or hold in your hands. Now you know the secret of how he gets down all those chimneys on Christmas Eve. He has the help from all the people whose hearts he has filled with joy. With full hearts, people like mommy and daddy take our turns helping Santa do a job that would otherwise be impossible. So no, we are not Santa. Santa is love and magic and happiness. We are on his team. And now, you are too. I feel like that states it just about perfectly. And really, if you think about it, lends to seeing how the spirit and magic of Santa Claus And his story has been able to transcend time and become part of different cultures, Christmas traditions, all over the world. It was super fun to read and learn about the Christmas traditions of other cultures and Santa Claus. If you have some extra time this Christmas, I really encourage you to do some learning of your own. So, I've linked to some really fun and great websites about Christmas traditions and Santa Clauses around the world in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at skies My Instagram is really the visual part of this podcast. And if you're shopping for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts this year, gifts that support artisans all over the world, check out my shop. There are some really beautiful and unique pieces that would make really wonderful, meaningful gifts. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, remember to please follow, subscribe, and hit those five stars if you like the podcast. And with that, Our Christmas-themed episodes have come to an end. As always, thank you for joining me today. I hope you learned a little, maybe laughed a little, and my hope is that it gave you some things to think about. Okay, until next time, my dear anxious adventurers, I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, sending you lots of love, hope, and happiness this year. Besos.